glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday, which was the third Sunday in Advent. We're looking at Isaiah chapter 35, verses 1 to 7, where Isaiah writes, The desert and the parched land will be glad. The wilderness will rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it will burst into bloom. It will rejoice greatly and shout for joy. The glory of Lebanon will be given to it, the splendor of Carmel and Sharon. They will see the glory of the Lord, the splendor of our God. Strengthen the feeble hands, steady the knees that give way. Say to those with fearful hearts, Be strong, do not fear, your God will come. He will come with vengeance. With divine retribution, he will come to save you. Then will the eyes of the blind be open and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand will become a pool, the thirsty ground bubbling springs. In the haunts where jackals once lay, grass and reeds and papyrus will grow. My dear friends in Christ, when a person looks at the book of Isaiah, he almost is looking at kind of two separate books, two different books, because it's divided into really the first portion, chapters 1 to 39, and then the second portion, chapters 40 to 66. Chapters 1 to 39, that's where Isaiah is inspired by God to write and talk about God's judgment and discipline that God was going to send against those people who rejected him. And then in chapters 40 to 66, then what Isaiah is inspired more to write is more of that gospel message, talking about hope and comfort and restoration. Well, that's the entire book. And, well, actually, if you look at the book, even in the first portion of the book, chapters 1 to 39, there are a couple chapters that do kind of begin that transition from judgment to hope and restoration, and that's in chapters 34 and 35. Chapter 34, it is entitled, Judgment Against the Nations, especially against the nation of Edom. And maybe just remember, the Edomites, they were descendants of, Saul, of Esau, and Esau, he was the brother of Jacob, and well, Jacob and Esau, they were the sons of Isaac and Rebekah. And Isaac, he was the son of, of Abraham. But the Edomites and, well, Esau, Esau never really interested in the Lord at all. Never interested in the Lord at all. And, well, throughout the history of the Edomites, they often were a terrible thorn in the flesh for the people of Israel, for the people of Judah. And because of that, what God says here is that he was going to take the Edomites, their land, and make it into a 
desert wasteland. And then in Isaiah 35, well, then the Lord says instead of, well, that's the desert wasteland. But in Judah, there would be this plush oasis because God was going to restore. God was going to bless. Isaiah said, the desert and the parched land will be glad. The wilderness will rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it will burst into bloom. It will rejoice greatly and shout for joy. The glory of Lebanon will be given to it, the splendor of Carmel and Sharon. They will see the glory of the Lord, the splendor of our God. Now what Isaiah does here is he compares the desert to a crocus, the crocus. That's a beautiful flower that blooms with, with lively colors. And such a flower doesn't naturally exist in the desert. This is a totally unnatural, unnatural phenomenon that's being described here. And then he talks about Lebanon. Lebanon was known for its fragrant cedar trees. And Carmel, known for its mighty oaks. And Sharon, it's known for its flowers and beautiful pasture land, rich pasture land. The unnatural beauty that he's talking about here in the desert is kind of that picture of what takes place when, when God takes, our, takes us, who were spiritually dead unbelievers, when he takes anyone who's a spiritually dead unbeliever and makes them into believing children of God. And what a wonderful change that is, a change that only God can make, a change that God works in you and me. Isaiah said, strengthen the feeble hands, steady the knees that give way. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong, do not fear, your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution, he will come to save you. Oftentimes, believers who are living in this sinful world because of the trials and troubles we face, because of the persecution that oftentimes we endure, we can often feel defeated. And, well, the little remnant of believers in Judah, to whom Isaiah was especially speaking, they had to feel so lost so often as we believers can feel today as we're living in a world that seems to be going so spiritually downhill as there's more and more rebellion against God, rebellion against God's word. We can feel the problems that Isaiah is talking about for them but what we can also do is know that here what the Lord is saying to us, what Isaiah is saying to us is, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. The Savior is coming. He will take care of your enemies, Satan, sin, death, and, well, the unbelieving world around us, hell. He'll take care of all of that because he's going to send his son to rescue you. That's what he was saying to those people hundreds of years before Jesus was born. 
instead of being a wasteland because of the coming Savior, well, he's talking about Judah here, but actually he's talking about the people of Judah. They'd be this plush oasis. Isaiah says, Then will the eyes of the blind be open and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand will become a pool. The thirsty ground bubbling springs in the haunts where jackals once lay. Grass and reeds and papyrus will grow. All of those images, what they're really just picturing for us is the wonderful change that God works in us when he makes us his believing children. What a wonderful change. Blind but now seeing the Savior. Deaf and now hearing the wonderful gospel. Lame and now being able to run onward like Christian soldiers. All because of what God has done for us. In spite of the spiritual desert wasteland around us, well, with the Holy Spirit working in our hearts, with Jesus living in our hearts, we're so blessed. We're so strong in the Lord. We can't be defeated. What an amazing change, all because of Jesus. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, help us as we live in this sinful world to remember how blessed we are in the Lord, how strong we are in the Lord, and how in the Lord we can't be defeated. Help us to remember that in your believing family, in your church, we are in a wonderful spiritual oasis. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus, we pray in your name. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.